Welcome to Trust the Journey. I'm Melanie Curtis. <laughs> and I'm Jason Maletsky. Our mission is to live, laugh, love, and learn together with you. Yes, we are here to create conscious connections, to grow and contribute through our practice of openness, honesty, vulnerability, humility, and trust, trusting the entire journey. Thank you for finding us on the internet. If you have found us here, we are at trustthejourney.today. That's our web address. Take you to our website where you can sign up for our mailing list, or you can choose to become a member on Patreon. If you donate on Patreon, we'll bring you to an opportunity to join the Trust the Journey family. The Trust the Journey family is a group that we've been curating for some time. It's a group of wonderful, wonderful people who hold safe space for each other to share whatever needs to be shared into that space. And it's just a great group full of people with the best kind of attitude, the friends you want to have. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and feel free to reach out to us any way you wish. Drop us a DM on Instagram if you want to reach out personally. And yeah, yeah. thanks for joining us. Yeah, and a big thank you to our audio editor, Kimberly Joy Voice. She's a rock star behind the scenes. If you want to reach out for any audio editing help, go to, you know, just drop her a line at KimberlyJoyVoice at gmail.com. Cool, right on, family. With that, let's dive in to this here episode. Today, we're catching up. <laughs> we have been a lot going on. So both of us have had just full, full plates and doing the super achiever, juggle everything, try and get it all done, keep the balls in the air kind of act that we all do sometimes. Uh, you know, whether you're a you know, mom running a single household or, you know, so running a giant company, it's all the same thing. We're just keeping the balls in the air and doing the best we can. So, Melanie, you've been a busy woman mm. lately and very hard to get a hold of. So <laughs> tell me what you're up to. How have you been? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. The phases of intensity that I will go through what because it is connected to big projects that I'm doing. So we just completed our annual highlight training camp. So highlight pro skydiving team is our demonstration jump team that's supported by the women's skydiving network foundation that is solely focused on elevating social justice messages, pos making impacts and supporting positive social change. Our core driving motivation is equality. So whether that's elevating gender equality, whether that's talking about race or LGBTQ+, lots of, uh, in all the ways equality, uh, ex we want to improve equality in the world. We care about affecting that positive change and being allies to that. So yeah, this last week we came together and we worked on our skills as demonstration jumpers and we did a lot of content capture projects because that's part of our mission as a team is to reach the world in an expanded way. And of course, a way we can do that is online through our social channels and through the media and finding ways to capture attention by using skydiving. So that is what I've been up to the last week, literally, physically. 
but that's a big part of my my life and my intensity all the time leading behind the scenes with Amy but uh, yeah I just I could ramble forever about highlights wonderful well let me um say first of all that I'm always so um energized by your enthusiasm and dedication towards this project I always hear that as soon as you bring this project up your energy ramps up and you're like this is something I'm passionate about type of person roars to the surface Thank you. and it's really beautiful to see uh, you engaged at this level. I know that it not only serves you to be, you know, reaching for something higher than yourself, but it also serves your teammates in the capacity that, you know, the team is greater than a sum of its parts. And then that team extends beyond the team that you're working with into every one of these groups that's looking for equality in the world so a pat on the back and enthusiastic support of of your efforts thank you you my friend are a great example of a male ally you know so when we talk about gender equality you know men we need men to be on board you know what i mean and thank you for being one of those guys that really gets it that it's not about excluding men or putting men down it's about elevating women and sharing stages and sharing power Awesome. Yeah. I saw you had a, a good friend of mine, uh, a great friend of mine, actually, Billy Four, mm-hmm. out there working with you guys. Oh. I was just chatting with him this morning, and I'm so excited to see the work that you guys have done together. You don't even, I mean, you might know because you know Billy so well, but oh my fucking God. Like, yeah. that is like a high compliment. His work is beautiful. Like, really, really cutting edge visuals, phenomenal. And it's it's really cutting edge because, you know, flying at airports with drones is not really allowed. You know, you have to go through and get approvals and flying with parachutes, it's really not been done. So it feels very exciting to be, you know, breaking new ground. But also, again, he's another great example of a really positive male ally that is excited to be a part of supporting our project and our mission. And man, we are so grateful that he, that he participated and, and came to be a part of it because his work is really, really beautiful. I'm so happy to hear that. I've recently had the opportunity to do some flying with a drone pilot myself and uh, John, an incredible pilot, just so fun to work with. And it really inspired me. I've been spending some time in the last year. I picked myself up a, a drone last year and I've started practicing and learning how to fly it. And I didn't really understand when I first got this tool, which I looked at it as very much as a tool. I, I looked at it from the point of view of photography and videography. I'm like, I want to cap- capture imagery, which is something I'm passionate about. And I looked at it as, okay, I'm going to learn to use this tool to be able to get this imagery that's going to serve these higher um, goals in producing art. And I didn't really understand that it was flying in the same sense that we've learned to fly as as airmen or air people, air women, mm-hmm. who, you know, we spend our lives in the sky learning to navigate this space. And that tool is just another access to it. And we may not be on board the aircraft, but we're still flying the aircraft and participating in the POV of the aircraft. And it's so fun. 
Um, I've really been enjoying it. I'm really inspired to learn more and to take that skill set to another level. It's so challenging. That's so cool. I mean, I don't have any experience flying drones. I've seen them a little bit, but it was really, really cool to learn from Billy and and see what he, how he does it. It also was great because feeling safe, knowing that he is a skydiver, you know, hashtag yeah. OG skydiver who understands what we're doing, knows how parachutes fly and and gets it from the perspective of skydiving and then bringing his high level skill in drone piloting. It's yeah, it was amazing. Really, 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 really amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. yeah. It was also great to see oh. him, <laughs> you know, yeah. I hadn't seen him in a long, long, long time. It's just, I love that about our sport. You know, I love that about the skydiving community in particular. I've experienced it the most with skydiving, the skydiving community, but I've also experienced it with personal development communities and, uh, you know, entrepreneurial communities where you periodically see people, you know, you have touch points with people over the years and it's just, it's always so great when you see someone you haven't seen in a long time, but you're connecting on a new thing, but you've got that support well, in history. Let me just jump that bridge yeah. right now, because that's what we do when we're base jumpers. That's what we, we do. Jump them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, jump that bridge. <laughs> so last night, actually, last evening, I was out at the north side of the point of the mountain here in Salt Lake City, where I am right now, um, in Draper. There's a... Uh, called the flight park here if you've never been to salt lake the there's a world renowned flight park where the um, paragliders and hang gliders fly on a daily basis there's a north side and a south side to this point that sticks out from the mountain and the airflow in the morning usually flows to the north and in the evening it flows back to the south it's like a giant river of air through this valley so I was out at the north side last night and walking along and I always see faces that I know there and it's great to see so many skydivers that have transitioned over to paragliding and I heard somebody call my name and I look over and I saw a good friend of mine, Kai Sherwood, who's cool. been in the sport for ages and we haven't seen each other in probably like eight years or so. It's been a while. And, you know, just sitting on his chair at the back of the truck, watching everybody, you know, waiting for the winds to come around so that we could all go fly. Yeah. And it was great to have that, you know, like you said, just randomly catching up with somebody uh, that you haven't seen in ages. But, you know, it's like only a minute has gone by and you can just <sighs> sit down and pick up the conversation right where you left off so you know, true. years ago. So true. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us more. What's been going on in your intensity in intense oh. world? <laughs> Well, I've had a few challenges recently. Uh, um, I got some, a little bit of period of stress in my life where uh, those of you who know me or have been listening for some time know that I took an injury last December and I broke my back. A few of my vertebrae got broken and I've been working diligently to recover from that injury. Um, and uh, a few weeks ago, I started on the, I got cleared by my doctor back in March to, you know, kind of go back to my normal activities. And I waited another six, seven weeks before engaging in anything more high stress. And I, so I eased back into jumping and I made a couple of uh, base jumps that were really, really low impact jumps. They're, um, we call a PCA, a pilot shoot assist. So you only free fall for like a, you don't free fall at all, actually. You only fall about 20 feet and the parachute's open. So there's really no speed involved. Did a couple of those, and then I made a wingsuit jump, 
which was really great to get back into that sport that I'm so passionate about and I love so much. And if you're interested, there's the tie-in between what we're just talking about. The drone footage of that wingsuit jump is up on my personal Instagram page, which is Jason underscore Maledsky. And you can watch that uh, John Vertijan, I think is how you pronounce his last name. His footage up there is phenomenal. It's so awesome to check out. So did that little bit of jumping, had a great weekend. And I actually, I want to go back and touch on some stuff there, but I'll carry through on this thought first. I came back from the weekend, had a day of rest to recover, got back into my groove of work and responsibilities, and then started having some serious issues flare up with my back and had a couple trips to the ER based on the recommendations of my doctors. And then the doctors in the ER gave me a diagnosis that said that I had refractured my back Wow! and I didn't have, I didn't like, I was like, man, I didn't feel this pain. Like I didn't see this. I don't know where this kind of acute injury would have happened. And luckily after a couple of weeks and getting a bunch more scans and MRIs, I got back to see my neurosurgeon and she said, no, that's a misdiagnosis. It's not refractured. Okay that I was having something going on with a disc and a nerve and things were causing some impingement and triggering some similar types of uh, symptoms, Mm -hmm. but not actually the bone wasn't actually broken again. And what tricked the doctor in the ER was that the bone still has a lot of growth to do. Mm. There's still some pretty big gaps and damage in the vertebrae. So I had a period where I immediately was like, when the doctor walked into the ER and said, look, I'm sorry, you've re-broken your back, then I was just shattered. I had this emotional, this wave, just like, oh no, you know, like I've worked so hard to get healthy and, oh, and so I've been kind of off my exercise, depressed, like shit, I'm back in time to where I was before and suffering with pain and, you know, sitting around on ice packs and painkillers and the things you got to do when you're managing that pain. And um, fortunately, after a couple weeks and more attendance to this, I'm doing fine again. But a bit of a roller coaster for me. So understandable. So, so understandable to be on an emotional roller coaster around pain. Just anything yeah. wild, like very unpleasant and limiting, perceptibly limiting. Plus, couple that with all of the real intentional hard work that you made to get yourself through that. So it's, yeah, I can't imagine anyone hearing that and not feeling emotionally just kind of hit in the gut. Absolutely. So I'll I'll tie back into the other part of the story there because I think this is a really beautiful share. It's a, As far as in my life, this has been a really beautiful moment and something I'm very proud of. Uh, I went to a a little get-together over in Colorado. There was a small backwoods boogie, and it was great because I got to connect with my first wife and be there with my current partner and visit with uh, another friend, another couple that we had a bit of an entanglement with over the years. And so we had these three couples together there and everybody taking the time to spend time with each other individually and everybody taking the time to connect and share and be present to one another and be 
joyful in each other's journeys. And so really just a beautiful reconnection and a great description was from my friend Heather. She said, it's beautiful to see all the circles closed. Mm, wonderful. You know? Yeah. So just a really great, um, yeah, closing of these kind of open loops yeah. that have been in place for some time yeah. and feeling the grounding that comes with that. And I did a musical performance uh, that was very much based in a flow state where I didn't really plan anything. I just got up on stage and just let my 20 years of practice take charge and yeah. and had a wonderful performance, a great evening with everybody and really, really fulfilling weekend, sharing time, jumping, playing. Yeah. I love that. It takes something, you know, like we, like our last episode sharing about our, our healing journeys and the work that we've been doing around that stuff. And that's a great example, that story that you just shared about the the connecting and closing of loops, emotional loops like that. That is, I feel genuinely only possible with time and effort to grow and heal as an individual person, you know, because you then have the skills and capacity to enter into spaces with and connections with others that historically have been strained or, you know, had stuff, just stuff in the way, you know, where with growth and time and perspective, we can meet those connections differently. And I'm, I love that. I And, and con continued dedication, right? It's mm -hmm. not something we can just put, say, I'll just give this time and it'll get Correct. better. Th things don't just heal over time. Correct. They need that loving attention to keep, you know, tending to those wounds until they become scars. Yeah. Well, and also part of this is, is another thing that's going on on my side. And this is also part of the highlight camp, but it's such a huge project. But part of it was we would jump, we would get up at 3.30 in the morning and go and do sunrise, sunrise jumps and jump until the Arizona heat lifted up and it was, you know, dust devils and stuff. So we would jump at the beginning part of the day and then we also captured long form interviews of every person, you know, like a high level, beautiful imagery, documentary level quality content capture of each person on the team telling their story, you know, and hearing more about what they care about, actually trying to get to know who they are as the real person, hearing challenges that they've been through in their lives and how they overcame, uh, overcame those and what they learned. So those types of stories that we don't often hear because the sexy, shiny skydiving always and often and understandably takes center stage. So like really wanting to connect with these human beings so that other people who see themselves in the challenges that are shared, much like what we do here on Trust the Journey, they a person can see themselves in Kashiki's trials or Amy Shemalecki's emotional challenge and go, whoa, if, if th those amazing women have those types of feelings too, maybe I can also do what they've done. You know what I mean? It's, it's, that's a big deal to me. I really care about that part of the highlight project as well. And that's another thing that was just going on concurrently with the camp, but also in the prep, you know, preparing what questions to ask, what is the interview really 
in, in advance connecting to their stories so that I could be really present as an interviewer. Awesome. I'm really honestly excited to hear these stories. I'm, I consider myself blessed to know all of the members on your team and to have had a chance to become friends with most of them at some level, some very much so, some less so. But knowing each and every one of these beautiful humans, the because of the personal stories that we all, the personal journeys that we all go on, having seen the struggles, you know, and having seen firsthand when it's been hard, when, you know, it's easy to see the celebratory photo of the accomplishment and just be like, wow, that's great. You know, look at that beautiful person, that beautiful woman doing this amazing thing. Wow. They're amazing. Yeah. And that's like one tiny snapshot of all time. It doesn't include anything about the struggles and the family and the the challenges and 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 all the things we don't know about. So I'm excited to hear. I'm so excited to feature them. Like there's a big part of me and I was just literally just on the phone with, with uh, Al Birchtold, who's now the executive director of the United States Parachute Association. And we were talking about my executive directorship with the Women's Skydiving Network Foundation, which I take that role very seriously. And I was sharing how the reason I accepted that role is because I not for me to be front-facing in another way. I'm front-facing in plenty of ways. I am so much more empowered or inspired and excited and, and ready to share stages, to lift other people up. Like that lifting other people up is not just a buzzword, like a soundbite. It is very, very much something I am excited about. So like the idea of doing all these interviews with all these epic human beings that are on our team, these epic women, and then getting to actually share their stories in a, in a real way that is maybe we're more used to, you know, because we kind of do this all the time with Trust the Journey. You've been a front-facing public figure for a long time. Not everybody is necessarily, has necessarily done that. And so it it excites me to to really get the opportunity to lift people up, not just on highlight, but other women and allies in the sport as well. That's excellent. Yeah, I just recently finished a, you know, this this loops keep overlapping. <laughs> I this, love uh, it. Your teammate, um, Melissa Lowe, just finished recently interviewing me. So this, you know, the circles are going round and round. Um, she did, we did an interview uh, about a month or two ago uh, for a series that she's been doing called uh, for the Cyprus uh, blog and article. So if you want to see that article, it's just went up this week. Oh, it's cool. called catching up with Jason Maledsky and you'll find it under cypress.aero, A-E-R-O, C-Y-P-R-E-S dot A-E-R-O and catching up with Jason Maledsky. So it was a real pleasure to work with her and she's another, you know, wonderful woman who's just so front facing, also involved in the USPA now at an executive level and it's really a pleasure to continue seeing her growth and engagement and just such a, a source of energy and power. Um, I'm a huge fan, actually. <laughs> yeah, <So>. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Lots of, of mutual fandom going on <laughs> exactly. in, our, totally. in our shared circles. That's yeah. for sure. 
Is there anything? What else is going on on your side? Um, well, lots actually. I mean, I've got so much. I'm I'm really struggling to keep up in a lot of ways. Uh, I had a minute this week that was I think it was mon- Sunday or Monday for a moment. I was like, I'm kind of caught up right now, <laughs> and that was actually when I thought about it I'm like no what I mean is I have the fires put out (laughs) (laughs) right I know the to-do list is literally a mountain all the time always yeah so uh yeah I'm currently in Salt Lake City I've got my van uh Claude underscore damn van if you like to follow him on Instagram uh Claude is in the shop right now getting an upgrade just getting a suspension lift and some new shocks and springs to help with all the punishment that I deliver on adventures. So yeah, while I'm here in Salt Lake, I'm spending some time with friends. I'm making a point to visit with people, trying to get some flying in, um, you know, I went bowling last night with some family friends to share some time together, which was super fun. Oh, I love it. Yeah. 10th frame turkey. (laughs) Yeah. That's what they were. That's the phrase they were looking for last night. (laughs) What's that 10th frame thing? <laughs> <laughs> Three strikes in a row in the 10th frame is a 10th frame turkey. And frame turkey. I am all about it. Any Anytime you score three strikes in a row, it's a turkey. But a 10th frame turkey is pretty ba- pretty baller. Well, I started off the evening with a, with a turkey. Nice. Uh, the first three. The first three. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Something cool that I did before the highlight camp, which I haven't even shared on my social media channels, which is how busy I feel like I've been, how kind of overloaded. Because another thing that's going on is we're doing a demonstration jump into the NCAA Women's Softball World Championships, like the World Series. Uh, That's on June 7th. So the prep leading up to a demonstration jump is also super intense. But the, the thing that I haven't shared yet is a long time dream and we made it happen. Basically, my dad owns a small two-seater Bushcat airplane. And ever since he bought it, which is like seven, eight years ago, I've wanted to jump out of it at my house where I made my first ever skydive. And so the coolest thing happened where my dad has, he has this total YouTube following of his own because he's this Bushcat pilot and he films with GoPros mounted everywhere and he makes these funny little edits where he does voiceovers and he's just, he's totally into it and he's a phenomenal pilot. So the Bushcat brand basically reached out to him and wanted to feature him, wanted to tell his story, share his whole, you know, history of, of aviation, loving aviation, becoming a pilot. And obviously I have the skills of making videos and interviewing people and stuff like that. So I was like, he, my dad basically asked me for help and I thought it would be a great way for us to make a memory together. And also to add my jumping out of the bush cat as part of the story. And so that's basically what we did. And I finally, so last weekend or whatever, May 9th or whatever it was, I jumped out of my dad's bush cat landed at in my backyard and a, a dream came true and it was totally fucking fun and amazing and oh, i can't i'm fantastic. gonna share the videos and stories uh, and pictures at some point soon but that was also kind of happening all at the same time where i'm trying to i don't want to let my dad down i want to make sure i'm ready for this interview i, I drive four plus hours up to his house like 
So like all that was also going on. It's just, you know, a lot happening. Oh, absolutely. You know, I squeezed this weekend, I squeezed a hike in, in the LaSalle mountains. I've been looking at the LaSalle's all winter while I've been recovering, um, in Moab and Castle Valley and thinking, man, I really, I love climbing mountains, you know, just going up mountains. It's just so fulfilling to me. The, the physical investment and the mental investment is rewarded so tenfold with the the view from the summit and the summit experience is how they that what it's called that summit experience of standing on top of the highest peak in a mountain range and being able to see beyond everything the 360 degree view mm-hmm. it's such a huge value and and we get it in a very similar way in the aircraft and in skydiving right like we're very familiar with being able to when especially in free fall if you jump out of the plane you can look in every direction and nothing impedes your view you can see everywhere and the summit experience is quite similar uh and so i'm very happy to say that even though two weeks ago i was in the er you know potentially struggling with being back six months in injury two weeks later i was on top of a, a mountain and reveling in the joy of nature and actually flying my drone and doing some videography and having a good time sharing friendship. Yeah. I loved those pictures. So beautiful. I love photography. It's just such a fulfilling art form for me to capture this, you know, imagery that helps transport us in time and in, in place to be part of an experience that we weren't actually there for. Yeah. I think it's such a powerful medium in that sense. Absolutely. I love that. You know, that's a big part. Again, what I'm, what goes on in my life nonstop, all the time, always. I've mentioned the Audible book, book a million times. So that's like I'm dealing with some final issues with the audio files that I have, stuff like that. So that's happening. That's also like definitely taking time and energy. I got through the intensity of listening to everything. <sighs> again. You know, I mean, I've listened 13 and a half hours of this book. I've listened to it four times now. Like it's, yeah. it's a lot of work, not to mention yeah. the re-recording and then making sure like trying to do some of the small edits myself. So that's happening. Um, another thing that we're doing is our graphic memoir with our whole broken hearts where we do these resilience workshops. So we're consistently working on those and improving those. We have one with the hatch community on Friday um, which by the time this publishes, it'll be over. Sorry, family, <laughs> but I'm sure there'll be more in the future, but that's basically cultivating resilience skills through creativity, through the m- specific mediums of meditative journaling and writing and storytelling and illustrative and meditative drawing and illustration. I have to say it's a, such a beautiful memoir i i truly enjoy it i've looked through it multiple times and whenever any of the snippets come up i relate to it so deeply i'd love the graphic representations especially being somebody who relates through pictures yeah so much the written word is powerful but imagery to me can be equally or greater uh, um more impactful than than written words so yeah seeing these illustrations done so simply and so beautifully it really hits home and it's a wonderful piece of work thank you and yeah so inviting other people into that skill set like i'm not a i'm not an artist like here's an example for those of you looking at the video here's an example of something that i wrote and or drew in one of the 
in one of our uh, our workshops where it's like, okay, red flags, my stick figure stomach is hurting and I'm feeling it in all my body. And then green flags of like, yeah, everything, my the sun is shining, my gut's saying yes. But like, clearly I'm not a visual, like art, you know, an artist. But at the same time, this heals me. You know, this is a version of, of expression that is fun and funny, you know, and brings yeah. out something that's universal while at the same time acknowledging something very human about me. So, yeah, I, I'm re- very excited about the escalation of that of that work also. And we're developing that for social impact partners as well. That's fantastic. Thanks. So- I think I'm going to go ahead and just uh, drop a little teaser right here for something, at least the part that I've been working on. And Melanie, if you care to share your progress to this point, I mean, of course, Melanie and I have both been working on this project for quite a few years now, and we are deeply passionate about it. It's something we do completely pro bono. It's just a value gained through the creative experience. And we've talked about how to expand this and what we can do with it and where we can go with it. And we've done a lot of different explorations and we've tried out a bunch of different ideas and we've decided to do some branch off programming to this. And the, we each have a version that we feel represents the part that we liked to dive deeper into. So I've been working on a concept for a new show within our channel of Trust the Journey. And the new show that that I'm developing is called Walking Each Other Home. And this is a series based in the concept of a one-on-one share with a individual who's willing to dive deep into their own personal challenges in life and how we need each other to share with, to care for, to be cared by, cared for by, to be there for on this journey and talk about the, these hidden struggles that we've all had to, the burdens we've had to carry. And I've been thinking about this for about a year now, more than a year Mm -hmm. and diving into how I want to produce it and what I want this show to look like. And the whole concept, the, the quote, if you're familiar with that title, Walking Each Other Home, it's a quote from Ram Dass, and it's a beautiful reference to like, we, we are there for each other. The whole purpose of this life is just to be there for each other. And how I envision the show going is that I want to go on walks with people out in nature that are beautiful settings that allow for the space for these topics to be shared because I feel that oftentimes movement and just actually walking allows for some freedom to feel safe in sharing things where sometimes just sitting at a you know in a closed space or at a table across from each other might be a little more difficult Mm -hmm. so I've been looking at how I'm going to record and how I'm going to make all these things work and and trying a whole bunch of different practices and edits and different equipment and I'm super excited because I've decided on who the first guest is going to be. And we've done some talking about it and oh. we've agreed that we're going to follow through. And I'm very proud to say that the first show is going to be, it may be more than one. We'll see how many it takes, but it will be my first wife, Tucci oh, Fernanda. Yay. We're going to talk about our experience in our journey together as a couple, as a married couple, and how uncoupling 
that marriage and still being friends and loving each other and caring for each other has how that shape has taken and what effort has gone into that. So it's so beautiful. Super exciting. Oh, it's so exciting. It's so brave. It's so beautiful. It's such a massive, massive contribution. I can't wait as as a listener, you know, to be a part of that. I love that our what we've created here in this channel and this family and this listenership is able to easily support these branches off. Like in even just mentioning the highlight interviews, like, yeah, I've been contemplating these. Who do I want to sit and lift up? Who do I want to share this stage with? For real, who's earned that? Absolutely. Who's earned that in my life? And who who would, I, in my guesstimate, be someone that would add a lot of value to people who who listen to, to this show? I'm so excited about it. Oh, I'm so excited about it. And I, it's funny that we keep talking about how excited we are, but we're, and that's true. And we're simply working through the details that precede executing at a high level something new like this. And I love that we're taking our time with that and at the same time persisting through the very, very easy potential tabling of these expansion pieces of Trust the Journey. So yeah, I love that. I'm very excited. Good job, Jay. Thanks. Yeah, I I figured I might as well share the work that's been done here because we're in this catching up modality and we've each had so much invested into the projects that surround our entire lives. And really, I think that's the whole motif of Trust the Journey is like what's going on in each of our journeys and and how is it impacting us or how is it um, affecting us in positive and negative ways? What's the journey entailing, you know? Absolutely. Somebody asked me today, I had a a call with a friend who's contemplating getting into life coaching. And uh, we talked a lot about life coaching and stuff like that. And he asked me if I have my own, have a coach of my own, which normally I do right now. I just don't happen to have a coach right now. Um, But I have most of my, the years of my, you know, personal development life, most of the years I have. But what I said, I was like, well, my I mean, Jay, my podcast partner, he's pretty much my therapist. <laughs> I'm like, he's kind of my coach, my best friend. She's kind of my coach, you know, I've like got all these phenomenal people in my life that are very skilled in the, it as support teammates. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like as on the bo- <laughs> fucking board of directors, like for reals. And that is Again, I just can't not have an episode like this talking about the real intensity and execution of of things that we care about, the real moving forward of projects is it's there's no way I could do as much as I do without the Im- immensely supportive support team that I have. It's just like period, caring for myself as a human and having the support and love from my people. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ditto i'm wearing oh, the shirt okay. you gave me by the way <laughs> are you? oh beautiful i love that shirt i know i love it too so well that said i'm gonna go ahead and throw some shout outs because holy cow i really i forget how busy i've been oh. um we just did a nationwide 14 hour live stream last weekend um, oh <laughs> 
So yeah, it's like I don't didn't even know um, that happened. I mean, obviously, I, know, I was a bit busy but, myself. But what yeah. what was it? Oh, I, I sent you a I sent you a link, and you're like, ah, uh, okay. Oh, got, I didn't even know what it on. was. I was like, I'll have to look yeah. at this next. Yeah. Uh, so, um, part of our family efforts, um, you know, we've been going to some good friends. Let me start. Let me start. Get this started at the right point. For quite a few years now, we've been having somewhat of a family reunion in Vegas for our base jumping family. And it's been organized by my good friends, Marta and Jimmy. And they had enlisted me over the years to kind of be the lead guy to organize the musical and artistic performance side of the house. And that has grown over the years to be a creative endeavor with many passionate individuals who are so engaged to bring art and celebration to our community. And last year when COVID came in, we had to cancel our event as many, 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 many other groups have had to as well. And so uh, a year ago, we ran a virtual version of our event where we had our musical performers, DJs from all around the country lined up on a, on a roster and a schedule and everybody live streaming from their locations and everybody chiming in and joining in on a Zoom call that's like a collective dance floor where people can chat and see each other. So there's two streams. There's the channel with the outgoing music and the video and visualizations. And then there's a loop of part of that Zoom channel in that same feed. So it's all happening on one screen. And then if you want to go on the other channel, you can share with everybody. And we did another version of it this year and it was much improved. We learned so much from the first time around and we did such a great job this time. So I'm going to try and get a shout out to everybody involved. Rick Winkler totally crushed it. My man, great job. It's always a pleasure to work with you. So big ups and thank you for all your energy and investment. Uh, Jimmy and Marta, of course, for maintaining their strong position in leadership and for all the effort they put into all the videos and then for the entire DJ staff, for everybody who live streamed from all the locations that we set up. Huge thank you. You all crush it. You're all such beautiful artists. And it was such a huge pleasure to watch the energy shift from one location to another and to see these satellite groups all around the country and knowing, getting messages from Europe, from Australia, from other places around the world where people are taking part in and, and reveling in the experience of connection, even though we're so far apart from each other in society. And although that's slowly changing right now and we're starting to be able to come back together and reconnect, it's still much needed to have this forms of, of reconnection happening. So thank you to everybody. Great event. Oh, really well done. It. Such a pleasure. Oh, I love it. I love that because it takes effort to make things happen. It just it, it sure takes does. effort to to make things happen, to initiate connection, to initiate healing, to initiate leadership, to initiate and to see through all of those things as well, to consistently see through over time those things also. And I love that. Like your community could easily, just like any community, dissipate and lose connection and not be that amazing family that you all have cultivated together. You know what I mean? But like, it, I just really want to acknowledge that 
Because like without those efforts that you're talking about, the people you're acknowledging and your effort to really spearhead that that organization and Jimmy and Marta's effort to spearhead that organization, it's it's a it's such a contribution to all the human beings that benefit from that love. Absolutely. You know, that value, it comes back tenfold. You know, when we invest in doing into creating things for each other. There's just a constant cycle of looping return on this value. So I, I can't say thank you enough to each and every person who took the time to prepare, to share with others and to gift to others, because that whole creating for each other and gifting in mentality is really what it's all about. Yeah. Speaking of it returning tenfold, we got a lot of feedback on our last episode, you know, sharing sure about did. our three day, three day experience. And I just want to thank everybody who wrote everybody who listened, but really truly it's, it means a lot to hear how it, how the things that we share here impact you. Not that we ever, ever need that. It's just for those that take the time and feel called to share, know that that really supports us. It really, really helps us. And thank you. Just thank you for taking the time and energy to share yourselves with us behind the scenes in the ways that you have been. Yeah, I'll second that. It, you know, I, I heard you just say, not that we ever need that. And I'm like, sometimes I kind of feel like <laughs> Yeah, I know. More <laughs> I like no, more like no pressure, you know, no pressure. <laughs> but like, it really makes a difference for, for, for us. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on the sharing side. The um this event that I was just talking about, the virtual um live streaming event that we hosted, I took the opportunity to do a performance that I've been working on for some time. And I did its its first iteration last year, but this is really me working on polishing the act and the performance. And I've been doing drag and I've put this character together and I brought her on stage for this event, Queen Jasmine. <laughs> and it was really takes some nerve, you know, like I really feel all the anxiety around it and like, how's this going to be received? How's it going to be perceived? And what's the reactions going to be? And I just want to send a shout out to all of my friends and audience who were there in person because it's such a warm reception and such a huge approval and the value that comes from those uh, affirmations, you know, like we're saying, okay, well, we don't really need this, but it sure is nice when it comes back because it really does help us just like when we're little kids, you know, and we're looking for that affirmation and like, am I doing a good job? Like, can I get, you know, have I done well? And when, when we receive that, it really does encourage us to keep being vulnerable and to keep being open and to keep sharing and to keep challenging ourselves to per you know to raise our bar of creativity and of um fearlessly fearless vulnerability absolutely yeah, so huge thanks to everybody who sent me messages and um approvals and congrats and all the things that came along because it's, it was super fun, and I'm looking forward to to more of this uh, pseudonym character. I love that. She's pretty fun. Yeah. <sighs> Talk about creativity <laughs> and being brave enough to just lean into a direction you're called into. Like, how fun. 
I mean, and yeah. I, I creativity can come in so many different forms, but like expression comes in so many different forms. And I love that. I love that you're exploring different avenues of expression. And again, I've said this a million times, but our willingness to be out in the world seen, to be seen for our callings and our creativities gives other people permission to do, to do it. You know what I mean? Like people look up to you, Jay. Like, I, I know you know this, but like we, you are someone that people know. And so, and look to for leadership. And it's so wonderful that you are expanding that leadership in, a, in your own way, but in a way that's really authentic to you. Well, thanks. I struggle when, you know, when I hear somebody say that like people look up to you, I'm like, well, I just look straight across. I know. I know. You know, it's like, I, I know. I, I don't, Same. I don't, I don't relate to this idea of like being viewed from below Agreed. kind of thing. It, it doesn't work for me. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I kind of get into that space for a second where I'm like, oh, people look up to me, but I'm like, you know, I get that at the, at another level, I get it because it's more like, do we live into our values and do we represent the versions of ourselves that we care to represent? And yeah, sometimes we flounder and we're, we're less than perfect versions of ourselves. And other times we, you know, strive to be the best versions of ourselves that we can. And either way, we're just all humans on this journey together. And I'm happy to share it with you all. And let's keep on keeping on while we got the opportunity to do so. <laughs> yes. You know? I think all the creativities, the, all the ang avenues of creativity in my life is for that very goal of if ever there is a pedestal scenario going on, I care very much to be like, what is the humanity of this? What is the humanity of Highlight? What is the humanity of MelanieCurtis.com? What is the humanity of Melanie Curtis, professional skydiver who, who's achieved XYZ, ABC? What's the humanity? What, you know, what does that humanity look like on that path? Because those are the resonant parts that really carry people with us that those are the parts that go down and scoop people up and say, come with, because you're, you're the same as me. We're the same. Yeah. You know, for a really long time, uh, especially I would say in my mid twenties, later twenties, when I was considering how I wanted to vocate myself and, and what, in which way I wanted to live into my highest version of self, I really struggled with the concept of self-promotion and, and marketing of self and this concept of like idealizing any version of myself or putting myself on a pedestal to say, you know, look at me kind of thing, because I don't, I just don't resonate with that kind of, of marketing mm -hmm. per se. Oh, I get, What's, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a very challenging subject when you wish to have a voice in the world to represent a set of ideas or values, but you got to try to avoid this concept of getting tangled up in ego and it being about attention or something else other than pursuing the highest version of ourselves or even just being passionately creative in ourselves at, at you know, in, in a simple way to put it. So it actually held me back for a very long time. There were many years where I couldn't feel comfortable with putting my own name in the foreground to say this is something I'm proud of 
because it felt egotistical to me. And now what I've come to realize is I have to do that. And for my friends and for my teammates and for uh, many people that I've worked with, the whole concept of putting your own name, your own brand, your own set of values forward, it's not about ego. It's, it's about saying, this is what I'm aspiring towards, or this is the ideas that I care to relate to this concept of self, and they're going to be imperfect. We got to do it anyways. If we don't lean into our voice, what impact are we having? Absolutely. I haven't, I've barely even touched on this, but like MelanieCurtis.com, it's a thing, you know, like it has been a struggle for me over the last, you know, 10 years or however long I've had a, you know, quote, personal brand very publicly on the internet. You know what I mean? I mean, it's been longer, obviously, since I've been out in the world as a leader as myself, but yeah. Oh God. I, I basically look forward to you all listening to my audible book because it tells this story way better. Um, but it's a platform to lead by example. That's what it is to me is that if I believe that courageous self-expression is a high, my highest contribution to myself, others in the world, if I believe that, how am I doing it? Oh, okay. I'm writing very vulnerable stuff. Oh, okay. I'm turning that into an audible book that people can easily consume. Oh, okay. I'm starting a podcast with someone I really respect and admire and value as a friend who, for the sole purpose of vulnerable sharing. Cool. Oh, I'm writing a graphic memoir with two of my non-skydiving artist friends who it's what that's about vulnerable sharing, right? In a different modality, I'm expanding myself. Oh, I'm going to dance because I just like that. And that's vulnerable to me. And I feel social anxiety, but I'm fucking doing it anyway. You know what I mean? Like all of that is leadership by example, you know? Absolutely. That's what I, why it feels of service to share myself is that I know that I am convicted and very intentional about what I share online. Like, is this going to be of service to people witnessing my sharing? What value am I embodying in my sharing on a public forum? If I am embodying my values, then I know it's of service to the world. And I then I can step into that and go, this isn't ego because I feel it from a place of values. But it's taken many years for me to feel very much more calm in that. And I still don't always feel calm, not even close. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's a, it's ever a project that's finished, right? So values, and I'm, I'll take another opportunity here because this is something else that I've been taking up <laughs> exactly. my time lately. I just, we just finished composing the first version of our company values. It's our vision, purpose, and values for flight one. And this has been a long process, which has been years now. It started off with, you know, coming up with a company vision, developing a mission, you know, reiterating those, refining those, and then deciding on how we wanted to come up with our values and collecting, you know, composing a whole bunch of questions and um, presenting them to our team, our entire team. family at flight one, everybody involved in the organization, and then taking all the feedback given by everybody and 
extracting out all the core essences of what everybody had to say and to try to get it down to the root statements that were the common thread between everything that was shared by everyone and really long process to do all the work. And I'm very proud with what we've come up with and how, most importantly, I'm proud of how the process has been executed in that it's included everybody who's wished to be included in it. It's taken every bit of feedback from everybody at equal value. And as we processed it and refined it and refined it down to its core essence, the real questions have always been asked in why. Mm -hmm. Why are we saying this? Why is this important? And the statements are very simple. You know, we've got six categories that were were value areas and six elements and then a, a simple value statement that goes along with each one of them and a backing statement to help give it more clarity. And I know that this this process is never ending, right? Like the the concept of um refining these values to something that could be expressed clearly and stated in a few words. Mm-hmm. It's only going to help better serve our ability to understand why we're doing something whenever the question comes up. Yeah, right. absolutely. It's a decision-making filter. Speaking yep. of which, the dogs freaking out at the yeah. end. Sometimes they just go nuts and there's nothing we can do about it. Life. Yep. But anyway, we're nearing Acceptance. the end anyway. Um, yeah. I don't know what they're yelling at. But they're going to not stop for a while, just so you know. So we're going to probably finish the episode with them freaking out. (laughs) I'm sure everybody's used to that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I actually feel like it's, if anybody wants to follow me on Instagram, I'm Melanie Curtis 11 on Instagram. I share a lot of life coach stuff there. Um, Obviously, I said my website. But yeah, I invite you, you all to follow me personally if you would like any time. I do. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you'd like to share, my friend? Uh, uh, You know, whenever somebody hands me the mic to close out, I immediately have the same default response. And I don't think it's ever going to become dated or old or undervalued. And it's gratitude. It is whenever I'm like, what else do I want to share? I want to say thanks. You know, that's my first thought every single time. And that's been a practice in my life that when I remind myself of what else do I have to say, what else do I need to remind myself of and to remind others of, and it's gratitude for that whole concept of walking each other home, for everybody who's in my life who helps be a mirror, to help shore me up, who's there to hold my hand, who's there to answer the call or to send a text or a message, who's there to laugh with, who's there to cry with, who's there to, to, you know, empathize when we're in pain and to help us along our mission. You know, great friends of mine who were in the hospital the other day when I was there, they work as nurses there and they were there to, to empathize, you know, and, and to help me on my journey through life. And so every single person plays a role in our, in our lives and, you know, if I if I want to wrap up the catching up episode, how do I catch up? I, I say thanks to every one of my friends, every one of my family members, every one of my coworkers, all the people out there who uh, cross paths with and who help me on my journey. So thank you. Uh, agreed. I couldn't not echo that completely and wholly. It is 
so important and wonderful to feel support when you are in a leadership role, you know, to have some gentleness with how, you know, like feeling like you're supported when you're the one trying to lead something that's not necessarily easy. And it's always really just, I appreciate it so much when people are gentle with the person up there trying to be the the head of something. You know what I mean? I feel that with Highlight a lot where I'm very grateful for the support around being in the in a leadership role. It's like, oh God, because I respect everyone on our team so much. It's so wonderful to be supported by everyone on the team, both the players and the support staff. So I just really so, so, so appreciate every one of you and everyone, like Jay said, in my life that just helps me be a human being. And <laughs> that makes me able to be out in the world and create in the ways that I do. That's it. I love you guys so fucking much. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you to all of our listenership for joining us on today's journey, catching up with all the (laughs) stuff we got going on. I know. If you get value out of this episode, please share it with somebody new. Help us spread the audience. The more we get the word out, the more people who gain value from us, from sharing in this episode the the more impact it has that's all we really desire yep yeah and and the audio editing same thing kimberlyjoyvoice at gmail.com she's the best reach out to her if you need some help and just thanks so much everyone we love you very much keep laughing keep loving and keep trusting the journey